Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast, a new show on a Friday with me and Mr. Jules Gill. Mr. Jules Gill, how are you doing, sir? I am really excited because you and I very rarely get to work together, which is strange considering our proximity year, anyway. to how we are with the gaming channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we have been officially ordained to say that we can have <laughs> a weekly podcast together on mm-hmm. a Friday. We've got no idea what we're doing. We've got no sort of branding for this special moment. But all you guys need to know is that it's Scott and Jules on a Friday. That's the, that's the victory horn. That's what yeah, exactly. Friday. Um, we just thought we would t- treat Friday as sort of a question and answer, come down mm-hmm. community bant. And so you can send over whatever you want. We'll be asking. To be fair, I'm really happy that we drew that sort of like, uh, it's not even the short straw of the things, whereas other podcasts have to deal with all the biting issues and all the stuff that's <laughs> going on. We get to just basically piss around and then make sure that you have a good Friday going into the weekend. Exactly. Tip top. So, um, yeah, so we just put a, a tweet out asking for a bunch of questions. We'll try and do that every week. Um, we might get to some uh, stuff that we got left behind the last time. We'll get to as many different things as possible going forward um first question from that fat goth guy um, who just says um how are you all how are you faring we'll get to more specific stuff in a sec but how are you how are you faring jules That's, i wasn't doing well until that point but that just popped me that's popped me really big that's the lifeline um, you basically just described the wrestler gangrel so that's, that's even better um to be honest mate uh, it's been tough uh, the last mm. couple of months especially like the longer that you go on with something it, i find that it's very hard to maintain the energy that you maybe went into a situation with it's like treading water it Love can it. get you uh, a little bit down but i have been taking care of myself i've been going out for walks as much as i can been taking holiday days because nice. what else am I going to use them on just to chill out and do something else even if it is still within inside my own house mm-hmm. been playing a lot of board games been doing a lot of cycling just basically just trying to stay as active as possible and doing painting to chill out so as it stands right now within the little bubble that I've created I am fine I could yes. be better but I could be a lot worse I think that's my thing too I think um, when they said like oh you know by the way it's going to be full-on second national lockdown and I was like oh yeah. god it's different gonna do for this- me and you though because obviously I'm in Wales and you're mm-hmm. in England. So uh, Wales is coming out at the time of recording. It's coming out on like, uh, this is going out tomorrow, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so, 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 on on, so on Monday, so on Monday, uh, I will be out of my local lockdown, which means that I can go and hang out with 15 people indoors if it's like a, an official event. And it means that I can <laughs> form a bubble with somebody else, like another household mm-hmm. and go and see them. So with that in mind, I'm actually okay with that. Like, yeah, I think it's it's always just you do what you can. I think that mm. escapism art, I think anything that gets your mind off the horrible stuff is always recommendable. Yeah. Um, How are you yeah, doing, Scott? 
I'm not too bad, man. I've kind of just been just sort of thundering on. I think because we've worked all the way through lockdown, we haven't done the furlough stuff. We've been able yeah. to sort of maintain a bit of a routine, um, even though we've had to change a lot of stuff and work from home and everything. Um, but yeah, I've just, I've just, I've got a new, fa- I've got a newfound appreciation for fast food because I just get more fast food because <laughs> it's helping the country, isn't it? I mean, you want to get more pizza because it's, you know, it keeps the country going. And then uh, I've just been playing as many games as possible, and I've um, taken up a lot more drawing as well. Um, nice. Just sort of, Random art, escapism stuff, things you can just. Well, get you should be drawing the um, the thumbnails for our podcast then. I can't we... draw from scratch, but I could try and draw us really terribly, and then that just just all we just draw is an egg with two big bushy <laughs> eyebrows, and that's me. That's done. As I've said and... before, when it comes to creating a character online, I'm default head one, default beard two. Easy, <laughs> easy peasy. The Rasputin analog, and um, just as much teeth as you can fit in. <laughs> mine's just whatever the sort of default spike is for the hair. Yeah, like I yeah. literally look like my the Wii version, the me version of myself on Nintendo just looks exactly like me that could be the best thing is is that you feel you look like you would fit into the monster hunter world very easily (laughs) like i I feel like if we just chuck some like fur cloths all over you you'd be absolutely in there i'd love a bit of fur cloths mate it's cold up here yeah Um, anyway, let's do a bigger a bigger question from sure. Akut McGoot, who says, of all the serious crimes that you've committed across every game you've played, what was the worst? What was your favorite? And which one did you repeatedly do without hesitation? Sorry, the most heinous crime that we've done in video Of all games. the serious crimes you've committed across every game you've played, what was the worst? And what was your favorite? They could be separate, I guess. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, my, my, I don't really like, as I've grown up, I've, I've got, I'm not that asked as much about the whole, like, let me see what I can get away with thing. Because that was like old school GTA. Like, let's just go just plow the car into a bunch of people and blow some <laughs> stuff up. Like, I think once I did that a couple of times, I was like, well, I'm not really getting anything out of it. So man it's 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 strange isn't it like that almost makes it sound like we've become desensitized uh, yeah. to to it but it's, oh, I, guess no, it's I was not... gonna go we've matured we've matured out maybe of yeah maybe it just doesn't appeal inside, like yeah. i definitely do play a lot of like paragon uh, games now like mm. in terms of like i will go definitely for the best route because usually they reward you better mm-hmm. like in terms of like the most evil action that i've done in a video game i mean you've got the classic one of tying somebody up in Red Dead oh, Redemption, Red Dead, yeah. dragging them behind the horse, maybe trying to drown them in the pool, and then throwing them off a cliff for good measure. I mean, or that's what's feeding the two alligators. Yeah. Any, any sort of um, NPC being fed to a, a, a something else in the world is pr- pretty high. Um, I, I mean, I was replaying Sleeping Dogs recently, and just like, <laughs> you can grab any NPC in that and just brain them with a car door or throw them into a phone box. So I, speaking, of, um, speaking of uh, Watch Dogs, mm. what about um, Watch Dogs 2 with the ATM? Because oh, the mean... ATM, you can steal all their money and just be an absolute dick. <laughs> like that, I tell you what, if you want to, ending someone's life, horrible act, terrible, awful, but ruining someone's life is possibly even <laughs> worse because they're still alive to suffer through it. And that's yeah. like basically stealing all of the money from people who don't deserve it. I feel like, oh man, that's, that's that too yeah. real. That's too real. That I is. think because uh, I'm replaying Mass Effect as well, my wife hadn't played the Mass Effect game. So I was like, we are sitting down right now and going through Mass Effect because we can't continue this unless you do this. And so um, going through um, those games, you can just punch the reporter, Al Jalani, right in the face. You can, you just can indeed. Whenever you want. And when we were younger, or like 2007, whenever it was, um, that was hilarious. But now, I, like I said, it's, with the, the mature I, mindset, I, it's like... I, yeah, I don't know. I, one of those things where like you do it and you're like, oh, uh, I didn't realize I could do that. <laughs> I don't it. think I want to do that anymore. <laughs> but there's, um, oh, what was it? Uh, Lord of the Rings. Mm. Um, the uh, Lord of the Rings Conquest. You ever played that? 
Uh, which one's Conquest? The, the it's the one that basically one. played like the Battlefront one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that at the end of the uh, the bad guys campaign, where you got to destroy the Shire, that <laughs> was hilarious. But what you were doing was utterly terrible. Yeah, I replayed that level so much. I was just like, take that, take that, Frodo, you little. <laughs> Kick his little circle door in. He doesn't. He doesn't oh, get the key Mr. Frodo, Mr. Frodo, just toe punt him straight into the <laughs> into the fiery Mount Doom. He would flip so fast as well. Like you know, if you kick, he'd be sort of like if he launched a USB stick. It would just be, yeah. it'd be away. Um, I, can't, I feel like there's going to be something for our favourite crime in a game, but um, unless it's just like stealing, I mean, have to go go through go through some crimes like deceiving people is pretty bad, like murdering. But something people. that you enjoy this, doing though, putting the uh, putting the grenade into the back pocket of a ghoul in Fallout. And Shall watching it explode. So when you pickpocket putting stuff on them, that's quite funny. I'll like, take that. I think yeah. for my favorite, I would reiterate just 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 brutally killing any NPC in Sleeping Dogs because it's just it makes no sense at all why a undercover police officer would just grab a random yeah. person and just run them into a car door or put them in the boot. You can just put them in the the Americans call it the boot, the bit on the back of the car. I guess that yeah, the, yeah. I think what it's else the would they call it? Trunk, uh, the trunk, sort of trunk. I Put it know. in the trunk. Put them in there. Um, but you can just randomly grab a person, put them in the hashtag trunk, and then they they can't get out. And then you drive them around. You can bin that car Amazing. up in the sea. Do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> next question from Melissa Lee. Thank you for that coot, by the way. Yes, <laughs> thank you for Mr. Coot. Look, um, Goot. Um, for next question from Melissa Lee. Which games got you through the year? Lockdown hasn't been easy, and we've all needed a distraction. Um, for me, I played a lot of the Outer Worlds for the first time. I would have played more, but I'm oh, caring for it's my good. newborn daughter. Daughter. Congratulations on a newborn daughter. Yeah. That is, that is, uh, that, congratulations. That is uh, an achievement in itself. And that is going to be eating up a lot of your time now <laughs> for um, the foreseeable. In What's terms of game that's got this, you through? For this, I mean, it's just everything. Like, it's been replaying a lot of stuff. Like I said, going back to Mass Effect, going back to Sleeping Dogs. Um, I'm trying to think of stuff that I mopped up at the start of the year because of the way that my like play habits are. It's just everything. Like I always just yeah, whatever comes out. You have an ungodly ability to be able to just <laughs> play video games like all the time. Like I, I, I mean, I, if I stopped doing model painting stuff, mm. then I probably would have the time to actually play all of the latest video games that come you out. But go to bed before three a.m. as well. That's my secret. <laughs> that also definitely <laughs> helps. And yeah, I still look more tired than you do. <laughs> oh God, you should. The the last couple of weeks trying to juggle. Um, PS5 stuff and Spider-Man alongside each other and all the things that we've got coming up in the in you know the upcoming weeks yeah because um, this will be going out after the first PS5 embargo um although the main sort of PS5 embargo the um whole thing with that trying to juggle all that stuff that was 3 a.m in the morning and then recording all day and then 3 a.m yeah. again it was a whole That's, time that that is that's like a cycle that's almost like a brutal <laughs> like you, you've been doing your own version of crunch there but this time actually bit. playing the games yeah yeah um but yeah I think um, it's been replaying stuff things that I just were kind of like comfort blanket games i always yeah. have um call of duty modern warfare and rocket league on my two that i drop back into just pretty much yeah. every day for a couple games you play um, you played a lot of call of duty at the moment yeah i sort of just i think well one one thing i got back into it super recently was because i wanted to test the ps5 because i was like oh the i got like a new virgin internet package and i was like i'm gonna nice. download the biggest stupidest games possible just to test them just to see if it'll work just downloading red dead 2 for a laugh and then deleting it and then downloading something else that's like 90 <laughs> or 100 games. just sequentially just to be like i'm paying for this now i can do it yeah look at me look at all this bandwidth yeah I've look got. at this upload like uploading old videos just to google drive just to delete them again just to test the upload speed um at three in the morning but um yeah i think God, Modern Warfare is just the absolute best one. I can't get away with Black Ops Cold War, the demo that they've put out. I think it feels too different because of the new engine. 
Well, if you want to uh, learn what every COD fan thinks about every Call of Duty game, is that why you went That's that's what I've been because I've, I've been doing like a little mini series of um, what uh, every X thinks of Y, and I've just mm. moved on to what every COD th- fan thinks of every Call of Duty game. You do... And I had to rank all of them, and it was uh, it was an eye opener having to go back to some of them. You do, and your Nick, actually we have a Nick Cage question next. We, we do. Oh, we'll we deal with that with one. Cage. Yeah. But um, um, in terms of like the game that's been getting me through, I've been mm. I've been playing lots of like indie titles, older titles. I haven't really really been playing like much of the new AAA releases not that they've been that many to be fair over the course of the year there's been a few like big hitters but it's definitely been the time for the indie bedroom developers to come out and show their force because they can they've got the time to do it mm-hmm. been playing uh Hades been playing a lot oh, of God. uh been playing a lot of Pyre mm-hmm. obviously because obviously going back and forth between that mm-hmm. um I played Void Bastards which I think is absolutely amazing yeah. it's um have you have you played it before yeah man I I, I love the art style of that more than I like oh, good like hours and hours of runs but I think it's a great roguelike runner yeah thing. it's just that after a while I was like I'm not getting enough of a progression I'm really weird with roguelikes it's got to be a no it's I, I, t- I totally understand why because it's like it gets so crushingly difficult very quickly like mm. the um the first couple of levels are fine but then the multiplication of difficulty is like so much so that it's like you need to run the first areas so many times mm-hmm. that you kind of like run them dry. But I've been playing that and I've been playing um, Bullets Per Minute as well, which is- I haven't played BPM, is oh, that? It's so is that good, good man. Amazing. It's, um, you like um, Crypt of the Necrodancer, don't you? I'm terrible at it, but I love the idea of it. I've got the soundtrack. I just sort of put yeah. that on and protect. I literally can't get out the opening tutorial <laughs> of that game. I literally can't do it. My brain will not work. I can't like land on the, the spaces in time with the music. I just can't do it. I want to move faster than it lets me or slower than it lets me. I can't well, play it, Jules. This might be the game for you then, mate, because if you take if you take Doom and then you mix it with Crypt of the Necrodancer, you've basically mm. got what BPM's about, and it's um, uh, you can move around like all you want, but you can only fire, reload, and dodge on the beat of the tracks, and the tracks right. are amazing. They mm. are like synthwave versions of the Doom soundtrack, and I saw your eyes just open, man. Like it's they're brilliant fun. Like, Each level's got like boss battles as well, but it has like unique elements to it, okay. and uh, you get like randomly upgraded guns you can upgrade your character in tons of different ways mm-hmm. and it has the best side character ever in the form of a giant dancing angel chicken called mm. huggins <laughs> how could you not want to play this game i that sounds pretty good when you said best character ever and i'm not i don't even support this but i feel like the character that's getting so much um coverage at the minute is paimon from genshin impact people are just i haven't played of, it i haven't played it i don't like genshin at all i might do a whole video on why i think it's just the worst thing in the world oh scott we'll why why, why do you no, why do you love winding people up i don't at all it's just it, the, the thing that no no it's it's a fine enough game and it, it looks beautiful and there's all that the thing that annoys me that grinds my gears is that um it's not at all like breath of the wild like because everyone's like oh it's like breath of the wild if you play breath of the wild on a playstation it's not at all because genshin impact is all about numerics and stats and grinding and microtransactions That's and loot not boxes. at all like even as a person no. that has like this hand on heart still not play breath of the world because i don't have a switch <laughs> uh-huh. i like it is that your description of it just then is not breath of the Wild. no breath of the Wild. aesthetically told, it might like, be yeah well it's like similar i guess they, they've clearly taken a lot of influence from breath of mm. the Wild. but the core of the newest zelda is like getting away from all that guff that like dominates mm. so many other triple a titles and genshin is like no let's just steer into that and monetize every last <laughs> facet of it and i'm like no, that does not sound it together Anyway, not so. Let's have a more a light-hearted question. Sure, um, sure. Go on this then. one comes in from Cat Butt, who says, "Who would win in a fight, me and you together, or Nick Cage at maximum caginess?" 
I think the thing is, is that while Scott and I have the numbers advantage, obviously mm. we could like, you know, uh, go around and maybe just like quote things at him to distract him <laughs> or like just say like, Mr. Cage, would you like to be hey. in this film? And he would hopefully pull out his pen that would distract him enough because he'd just sign anything to be on there. <laughs> the problem is, is that if he's at maximum caginess, he's going to be so enthralling to watch no matter what he's doing he that he will him. get the upper hand on us. You, you can't predict think, his movements. It would just yeah. be impossible. I was trying to think which film where he's maximum caginess. For me, it would be, if I'm going maximum caginess, it's maximum like sporadic craziness cage. So it's yeah. a mix of, you know, how to get burned from Wicker Man with um, when he's reciting the alphabet in that, I think it's the vampire one when he's just like, A, B, C. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, he out. Was, he would freak me out if he was anything like the double bill that he did in Face Off because either <laughs> version of that, him as like a serious serial killer mm -hmm. is terrifying. I also then think as... he would never stay down either. No, that's the thing. If like, that, do you remember that bit when he laughs, when he's like had his face completely like ripped mm. off and he wakes up and he finds the painkillers and he does that like, <laughs> like horrible, that, that pained laugh there. If uh, he did even like an, a second of that, my guard would drop. I'd drop to my knees. I'd start crying. He'd have you know that um, noise is pretty much bang on the Splinter Cell goggle noise. Like if Ubisoft is it, oh, yeah, what yeah. to even do, he's like, <laughs> like just sort of get him into that weird mode. Uh, but yeah, I think Nick Cage would be us, but it does depend on which movie he's channeling. I just don't think either way that he would stay down. I think even calm Ooh, Nick Cage. What if? What if? What if? I got a plan to beat him. Go on. Okay, so. He's known for his nouveau shamanic uh, acting style, where he like summons, like speaks to the dead and tries to like get into the mindset of his characters in very weird ways. It's like method acting extreme. Mm -hmm. What if we just basically brought scripts from his worst movies and started reading out our lines as if we were the characters? Because then he would fall into the uh, into the thing and become those characters, and therefore make it easy for us to be him. You know, like wrong. if we just started doing stuff from like the Sorcerer's Apprentice or whatever, then he would turn into some absolute goof. And we'd be able to just do it straight away. The problem with that, the absolute nexus, uh, the, the Venn diagram there is that The Wicker Man is one okay. of his worst films, but also his yeah. powered up state. So you might end up triggering the apocalypse anyway. That's anyway, very true. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to get a handle on Mr. Cage. Um, next question, uh, another, another lovely one from Tiffany. Um, I'd love to know what you think were the most influential steps that got either of you to your current careers. Um, I feel like we did a chatty face type thing on this a while ago. We answered mm -hmm. some community questions for a Christmas special thing. Um, but do you want to take this one first or I can dive in? Um, I mean, in terms of, uh, so the influential steps. Um... I say specific beats that got you to this spot right now on this web chat talking to me. I mean, in terms of like getting into the YouTube thing, it was always a case of just looking at what other people were doing on YouTube as a platform at the time and just thinking that I too want to share my thoughts and opinions on games mm. and it being a perfect platform to do that. Um, you so obviously I did none of that. And this. Yeah, so I obviously I was about to say I did, did nothing deep at all with my stuff and just did a Let's Play <laughs> thing to begin with. Uh, but then like uh, it became like a challenge series with, like, that I did with my friend Mark called TFU. And from there it just blossomed really. I, 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 I just, it's luck and happenstance yeah. why both of us are like here. It's, um, it's obviously an element of luck because there is an element to discoverability, but I think you increase that chance if you're just out there more. You want to, For me, it was just a case of doing as much as possible. I didn't start yeah. on YouTube. Um, I, I had my own website. I just, I coded my own, like I had a blog and I looked into some custom add-ons for the website and I was just getting in touch. Initially, I was covering music, so I was getting in touch with different artists that were going to be local in the area and just saying, hey, can I come down and interview you? And then they were just happy for the coverage. Um, mm -hmm. And so that kind of like got me into other bands because then I could say, oh, well, I've done this and this. So like, I guess Target 
target indie bands and then potentially try and work your way up. Um, and then I sort of pivoted using the same site across into games coverage so that by the time I applied for What Culture, I kind of had like a portfolio of like, oh, I've reviewed this and I've done this and I've talked to this person and whatever. And um, the game side was was newer because I came from mm. music stuff. Um, but as soon as I started covering games on the site, those just did so much better than uh, music because I feel like music coverage is maybe a bit more crowded. Um, and then, yeah. you know, the YouTube side of things, uh, if you were start, if I was starting now, I would it would be the YouTube side as well. Like obviously you just want to get yourself out there look at um try and get stuff up as early as possible but obviously you want to maintain quality hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Um, I mean, like I was quite lucky in the fact that I had like a sideways move into it where I was doing voice Mm. acting quite a lot before, Uh, but it was for like uh, like corporate companies. It was like doing, I did like a um, a voiceover thing for like, uh, like, British gas and stuff like that. I did a, did a like a bread ad. What's your, was what's like your British time. gas voice? It's the same. It's, bit, it's just like actually, no, it wasn't. It was for it was for Jersey gas. I think it might have been Jersey gas. Jersey gas, keeping you going when you've got gas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, filling your bowels. But just yeah, you just. It, I was lucky there, but the I think that what Scott and I both agree is that it's luck, happenstance but also with a huge backbone of determination. Like, and a knowledge base. You need I to had, know what you're talking about. Yeah, I had years and years of not getting anywhere, like just trying mm. stuff, failing, not getting traction, spending days upon days on edits that I thought were amazing, would put them up and people would say, yeah, that's really great, mm. but you would never get the traction. You'd never get something going. People are like, mm. oh, the production value of this is fantastic. 
okay, well then how do I get it out there? The thing you that I mentioned of, as well, um, yeah. just the thing that I just mentioned, that that whole, you know, getting the website and doing music reviews, that, that's, I'm condensing like three years there. Like, so yeah. it's, it is, it's a long thing. Um, but yeah, I think everything that Jules just said and backed up by like a solid knowledge base, like to know what angles are worth exploring. I, a, a weird thing I've seen recently across the last few years is that certain channels have managed to sort of completely take off just off the back of a certain game. Like Fallout 76 yeah. has made yeah. a ton of careers because if you get in there and you're saying what people need to say and you say it the right way and it's presented well and everything else, then once that you know boom sort of smooths out a bit, you still have that audience that are subscribed yeah. that'll come back. And if you can follow up with that, then that's sometimes a way to maintain momentum. I, I'm really interested at looking at YouTubers who do that, who find like they go granular with games. Mm. Like there's um, a, a guy called Epic Nate, I think, and another guy called Oxhorn, and they both right. cover Fallout uh, are like a ton. And I always am just like, oh, well, surely you'll run out of things to talk about. But mm. they've gone like in depth into every location, every single like backstory, every single mini quest. And you're like, that effort going into those games that passion, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to subscribe to that. I well, want to follow that because it's your, because they are like a library of knowledge now. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the thing that like we we personally don't have a hand in this, but overall for our company, like, you know, they're branching out into the Star Trek channel and like, you know, exploit like there was going to be, a, well, there is the Game of Thrones channel. It's just that whole idea of like getting more specific. Like sometimes that yeah. can be, in the case of the Trek culture stuff, it's like flying because you have such a dedicated fan base. It's weird, isn't it? Like sometimes you can go so niche that you become mm -hmm. popular. I can't get in trouble off the ground jewels i just i can't <laughs> do it and i've tried they don't want it mate mate that's all you got to do is make sure you get yourself as the new guest spot in the next shovel night <laughs> oh my god if that's i mean i don't if i, I just the, the amount of thoughts i had at once there where i was like if i was ever in a shovel night game i think i would just be done i would just quit everything and stand still and be like yeah i'm done what would your um what would your like night be because obviously we've got like plague nights, like take nights. Night, I think I feel take like night. come across me, and I would just be I'd be spouting something that would make you want to fight me. Like I just whatever. Oh, it is. you know. So you'd you'd, just, you'd like deafen people, or like you would. I, would be, uh, like, I think I'd be talking to someone off screen, and then you would sort of land there as like shovel knight, and I would just turn around and just be like Genshin Impact's terrible, mate. And then you just like and you'd run in, and you would would it be like bant night? <laughs> Banter night would be like some sort of I don't know way more backwards cap style giant gold. Banter night would definitely just be willborn just, yeah, just, like, yeah. just yeah he, he's the banter hound banter hound knight yeah um, definitely anyway, nice quick question from jake um is <laughs> lord of the rings or star wars which is better Gut reaction lord of the rings i have to say lord of the rings yep but only because of the fact that uh they have had less absolute duff movies and also because it would be a great disservice to your wedding Oh, it's a, it was a beautiful wedding. I think it was I, a beautiful wedding. it's so telling that I didn't even think of my wedding. I did have the, um, I, I did have a Lord of the Rings themed wedding, or at least in as much as we had it in this lovely place called Anna Garden, which was like a big. It's called a treehouse, but it's like a big restaurant in the trees. It's really really cool. I recommend you Google Anna Tree. Ironically, it felt like you were going into like the Ewoks village because totally. of like you're looking around like, oh my god, it's like a literal like mansion in a tree. Yeah, I was thinking more like the Elven sort of kingdom rather than a bunch of Ewoks. But I see what you did. It's just. <laughs> Next question from Shane Wills. Um, what games are you guys looking forward to the most in the next six months? Um, also, what the hell does half a grand mean? I've never heard it anywhere but your channel. Half a grand is half a thousand pounds. A grand yeah, is a thousand. Quid. I don't know where the etymology of grand came from, but if it's, if it's a grand, it's a thousand pounds. Um, um, isn't it, it, do you know what? I want to say that, it's, that the grand has got something to do with the grandstand prize. Uh, maybe. As in like horse racing and betting, because Makes I sense. think to do that it was like around the same time as 
Cockney rhyming slang and uh, British mobsters and crooks and other sort of book fixers were oh, using uh, terminology like that to say if you were putting a bet onto a horse, like mm-hmm. monkey is a set amount of money and I can't remember what it is. I'll chuck a pony. I'll yes. chuck a, like you could literally pick an animal a sloth. and just be like, I want, give me three crocs on <laughs> number seven and I'll take the half mole rat on uh, on lucky ginger face over it. An alpaca. I think um, it's if you if any Americans are listening to this, just going like, what the hell is England? Just look up Cockney rhyme and slang because like, even for us, that's like insane. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Um, like it's just swapping it, out so many different words. The best thing about uh, Britain is the fact that when like Americans especially look at us because they come from a very very big country, obviously mm. they look at us and just go like, oh man, like that you guys are really different. Mm. Like, but the thing is, is that we got we're so small. But we've got so many different areas all the way like around. Microcosm like it's, of America. It's so but so bizarre. So with better bizarre. fish and chips. Uh, 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 we do uh, have the best fish and chips. For we sure. do. Um, but yeah, in terms of games, looking forward to for the next six months. Um, mm. My shout would just be um, like kind of the obvious ones. I'm really, I really want to see what Ratchet and Clank's like on the SSD on the PS5 yeah. using the SSD. Um, I'm very curious about Cyberpunk. I wish I could say I was insanely hyped for it, but at this stage, I'm just kind of like what even is that game well the um the hype for um cyberpunk for me it's like the the ebb and flow i was mm. really really interested all of the hype around it then obviously everything took a back seat because of the current situation mm-hmm. and now i've just basically just in my mind i've just said it will come out when it's ready mm-hmm. and just judge it on what it is Actually, at that point that'd be another thing if you you landed in, in your shovel car but i'm standing there as, as right. take night is that i i just i can't get past it being in first person i mean i can i will but like you I definitely just, will i just i'm just i don't know i'm just kind of looking at cyberpunk going like it's just deus ex in it it's just a neon themed deus ex and i want a little yeah, bit but more you've not to said it. a bad word with that a neon themed deus ex is just <sighs> tip top in the chip yeah. shop <laughs> just your curry gravy sauce i think um yeah cyberpunk <laughs> horizon ratchet and clank um, I'm really looking forward to uh, Ratchet and Clank just because the whole no loading mm. gimmick. I'm so keen to see how they transcribe that over. Because to it. this is out after the PS5 review embargo is up. Yes, that yeah. loading is insane. Even on Spider-Man, like lit- literally two seconds. Like the we- annoying thing is, is that you you played all of the games that I ah. want to that I'm hyped for. Like, <laughs> and you can't say anything about it at this moment in time. I so can't all I'll just recording. I can. Okay, so that, so Ratchet and Clank. Oh, Thumbs sorry, no, not next year's. I mean, oh, yeah. okay. the only game yeah, but, that I played right Spider-Man? now. Uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, fantastic game. Loads of oh, a couple seconds. Thank God. It looks gorgeous. I do. I, there's a, there'll be a review on the channel by now. Okay. Uh, it is kind of short story-wise, but it looks brilliant. And there's, you know, Miles Morales is one of the best characters like in Marvel history. So that's the thing that I saw that I know I can share now because I saw it on your social media yes. was that you can fix the frame rate to be in line with the animated uh, in Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse thing. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> this is I amazing. freaked out when I realized that because it's, yeah, if you haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse, go watch that movie. It's one of the best animated movies, one of the best superhero mm-hmm. movies, one of the best movies of all time. Um, yep, and that the way that thing is animated, um, especially at the beginning of the movie when Miles is learning to become Spider-Man, is they drop frames so he's not he doesn't have as many frames as um, Peter Parker, and then when he gets better, he starts being in line with him. But um, you can drop the frames in Miles Morales so that he moves with this like weird animated style, but the rest of the game stays fluid. It's just it's so good. so so beautiful. It's so oh, beautiful. Can't, um, yeah. So that's that's the thing I'm looking forward to playing the most. Yes. Um, next question from Ewan Callister. He says, it annoys him that Disney are sitting on a gold mine of IPs and all they're doing is mobile games like the new Kingdom Hearts slash Pokemon style Star Smash. Why can't we get more console games based on animated properties or their particular animated properties? Um, 
I don't know. I feel like Disney put all their eggs in the Kingdom Hearts basket and it just makes so much money that they don't bother anywhere else. Well, the, the cost to uh, create a new video game, especially with something as popular as Disney, would be incredibly high. Mm. Um, they tried with games like Disney Infinity. For them, it's uh, only going to be uh, game titles and properties that are going to be marketable in line with toys. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I know that they they could release, say, like a Tarzan video game and people would be very, very excited about it, but it would make them much... I'd I'd play it. I mean, I played the PS1 original, I thought it was all right. But they wouldn't be as interested in that as they would be a game where you buy toys like the Skylanders, scan them in, do all the other things, Mm -hmm. because that's what they are first and foremost, is a toy manufacturer who makes films on the side. Yeah, I think the big big thing as well, just with the state of the industry or the um, gaming as a medium now, is that what people would expect from a new age Disney game would be such a massive budgetary thing and yeah. i just think that they i don't know they don't want to invest the time or they don't I, have a particular team do you ever worry as well that maybe we're becoming just a bit more jaded and cynical like as mm. a gaming populace like does the concept of a new aladdin game for example like i loved the originals like that they released on the snes and the uh, the uh, mega drive mm-hmm. but it doesn't appeal to me to play that game now. Oh, see, I was going to say, that was, that's strange you said that because they um, re-released Aladdin and the Lion King as a bundle ah, on Switch. Nah, nah, nah. Nah. Those nah. games, 2D version, ah, ah. 100% down. But okay. I'm just talking like a brand new oh, okay, like, yeah. 3D Prince of Persia, dark style, gritty <laughs> Aladdin. Ugh, oh, if just... Will Smith was a genie and you could hang out with him, I might be sweating. Oh, no. A hundred <laughs> times no. <laughs> I didn't want to see him in the cinema, but I, I would hang out with an NPC of... Uh, blue genie will smith but um yeah that i think they put that aladdin lion king thing out it felt really random unless it ties in with an anniversary that i missed or something Mm. um but i wonder if they looked at the sales for that and just sort of said okay like you know we we need x number of copies to register enough interest but i also think that they kind of shot themselves in the foot by chart it's like 30 or 40 pounds for like two yeah for two very old very easily um uh emulated titles exactly But I mean, I think the love's obviously there for the properties. And obviously if you're like a younger generation coming up and it's your first experience with them and then you go on your Switch and there's something right there, you search for the word Aladdin and it's right there. Um, The only missing component there is the price, which they got wrong. The other thing as well that we have to consider is that they do have a huge bank of IPs, Mm. but not necessarily they've given them to the right people and they have approved some pretty big stinkers. Like, lest we not forget Battlefront 2. Like, that was their IP at the time. Like, Mm. Disney had that. They gave the license out to EA and they did not do what many people would want them to do with it. And the same with the Marvel's Avengers. Like, the Avengers game that came out, like, they clearly showed there that the microtransaction-heavy storefront is what they want their games to be mm-hmm. and yeah there's going to be a i don't think that maybe they should be giving these ips out to people really i would hope um that they do i would want more stuff in the vein of the aladdin lion king thing i would love it if they went down the route of what um <laughs> i don't know like you know, the whole mummy thing the mummy demastered i feel like every time you I'm, really like that didn't you i love the mummy demastered i love the mummy demastered so much that i've mentioned it enough that people were sending me the uh, limited run games did or uh, did like a one-off collection thing oh amazing and they were like oh you should buy this and i was like i already have like three copies of it it's cool but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's totally great point being though that with that game as a tie into the mummy movie they didn't spend a ton of money they just give it to 
into an indie studio and they did a really cool side-scrolling metroidvania style take mm-hmm. on mummy and it's like if you gave those ips to way smaller more talented teams almost like biffle did with john wick then you can still you know if it's done well you can still get in on that feel yeah um, with those characters and everything but like save on the budget personally i would love that because it lets you it, it'd be more reliable than trying to go down the avengers route which is way yeah definitely so next question um the, the sort of question that we were always going to get uh, from kev um is cereal a soup and if so does that make it acceptable to dip bread in porridge Passing no, this over to you don't as ever, don't ever dip bread in porridge. What are you, a monster? I, I was even... with you until like this, is cereal a soup thing? I was like, well, it's a gazpacho it's is a cold soup. But, so you could technically have that, but it's not really because milk is the only thing. Like, Surely the definition of soup, and I'm not going to Google it ever, is that um, it's a one continuous substance that makes up the majority of that thing. I obviously that because a broth is a type of soup, but the vast majority of that, the percentage of that thing is made up of one liquid. As opposed to yeah, cereal like, is a bunch uh, of little things yeah but like i you could say that uh, the milk is the soup pass and the cereal is the croutons <laughs> but i think that you, you would mad. just you would you would just call milk soup then if that was the case uh, i don't so 2020 don't has, has gone but, on, a, on a downhill slope but if we're announcing that all cereal is soup that might be the worst well, of it the only thing is that i can say is that to get around the whole dip in the bread into the porridge which i will not entertain <laughs> is I would accept you dipping a sweet roll style thing into porridge if it was like a combination thing of sweet and cinnamony. I think that would work. Okay, yeah. I like can see a pop tart in there, that's fine. Yeah, a pop tart. Breakfast is... with with a side of breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can back the the sweet roll dip. I can definitely back that. Skyrim's own sweet roll dip. But not like a not like just a freshly baked oven baguette. It's the fact like, that he said dip bread in porridge, like dip, floppy dip bread. It. Yeah, like what's not he toast. Doing? Yeah, you can't dip bread really. It's not going to hold. It. It's just going to smush. Anyway, oh, uh, this is, yeah, just, yeah. Can, I, can I have a, can I have a flatbread, please? Yeah, yeah. I'll cut some pizza up for me. Yeah, just dip it in my porridge. <laughs> just going to scoop my porridge up with with floppy bread. Anyway, uh, next question from Nino, who says best start a Pokemon second stage evolution any generation. I my Pokemon knowledge is restricted to Gen One. I don't know about you. Um, my Pokemon knowledge is not as restricted as that, but you really do remember your first more than anything else. So for me, for second evolution, it's got to be War Turtle. Oh, if you're going to say Charmeleon, I'm going to throw up Charmeleon. That's fine. You chuck Charmeleon down there, my friend. That's absolutely fine. I mean, he's the, the teenage goth kid of second evolutions. Metapod, always a good laugh. Just because he's, he's just kind of like, them. hey, what up, guys? I can do nothing. <laughs> he's, the, he's your best friend, and uh, just he hangs out with like, your pocket. I'm trying to think of like Pokemon that only evolve the once. Like Raichu is always a good one as well. True. But then again, obviously Pikachu is so. But if, in, we're, like, if we're doing starters, that's uh, they're not starters. Oh yeah, Charmander yeah, yeah. thingy. What's the other one that I just said? What, thingy thingy Bob. What, sorry, um, so uh, Bulbasaur, Bulbasaur, Charmeleon, and yep. Squirtle. Yes, and then there were, I was I can't even think of the rest of them. But you can think of po- you can count Pokemon Yellow if you want to have Pikachu. I yes. Guess. Which but, technically you could have a right to. I just think Charmeleon just looks cool. Or he did when I was like 10. Might do you remember how like um, in the animated series, how he just bantered off uh, Ash all the time? <laughs> just, like, just like, nah. And then when he became Charizard, he was just like the most powerful Pokemon, but so lazy and belligerent. Just set anyone on fire every 10 seconds. Oh, I love when it. he finally learned to uh, control Charizard and they became friends, I think that was the highlight of that entire anime. Oh yeah, because it was like um, somebody being like, hey, look, you've got the god sword you can use this to kill anyone it's like but you can't lift it yet because you're a bit too weak and then when he finally lifts it you're like yes and it's gonna burn you while you try and hold it yeah um last question and thanks to everybody who submitted
submitted some questions. We've got uh, more stuff to get to in the coming weeks, but mm-hmm. this was the vast majority for now. Um, final question from Jorge Rodriguez, um, who just says, indie games, exclamation mark, faves and recommendations, which is a massive umbrella topic to end on. But what comes oh to mind? Goodness. Anything that, um, good. yeah, anything by Supergiant. So that would be like Transistor, Bastion, Hades, Pyre, like yep. absolutely mint. All I've of been, those um, games. Playing a lot of Spirit Fairer this year as well, um, which is yep. just a, a gorgeous, like quite well, extremely sad game in some spots. But you're basically playing as the Spirit Fairer, which is this. Um, you're basically trying to fulfill people's last wishes before they mm-hmm. pass away, and the way that they're represented is through animals. So you're hanging out with this little hedgehog who sort of like is an old grandma, or reminded me of my grandma anyway. And uh, you're helping her out, and she's you know like, you're sort of doing little little tasks, little things to help people to ease them over before you finally give them one big hug and send them away. Aww. And oh my. God, Jules Gill, that thing just ruined me. Every single time I had to say goodbye to any of those characters, I was a complete mess. I was like Matthew McConaughey in Interstellar, where he's just like, yeah, you just like, just like, oh God, just, just completely gone. Um, but yeah, Spirit Fairer for this year, I think, is great. Um, that's kind of, it, it, gameplay wise, it's like a platformer mixed with some sort of uh, time management stuff. But I think nice. it's got so much charm. The thing I love about indie games is that they um, usually just have really interesting concepts. Mm. Like uh, Creature in the Well uh, is fantastic because it's a dungeon crawler mixed with pinball. I think that's utterly fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Flint Hook is brilliant as well. If you've not played that, it's um, about a bounty hunter in space that's got to, uh, they have a grappling hook. And a pistol and they've mm. got to like zip around the stage using it so you're encouraged not to step on the floor so it's okay, constantly okay. like almost like celeste we've got to like bounce off the orbs and everything like that uh, anything That's... where you have to maintain being in midair puts me in a very it's really tough space where i'm like oh oh i just want to i want some like i want some um surface to land on it's like that bit when you do like a platforming gauntlet and you get to the end and you can exhale if a game yeah. never lets me stop then i'm never going to exhale um uh, carrion is amazing. We you, you play as like a like the thing, effectively mutating and eating <laughs> people. Um, you got all time greats like Inside, uh, mm. Limbo. Um, I, would, I mean, I'd throw if Brothers, I Tales, just, Tales of Brothers. Is it called Brothers? Is uh, Brothers a yep. two sons? That that yep. got, Brothers is great. Uh, Shovel Knight, mm-hmm. Hollow Knight, uh, Hotline Miami. I mean, oh, Hotline like, Miami, man. If you're going back on just any any indie game recommendations, then it's absolutely Hotline. I've just been playing yeah. um, Ghost Runner quite a lot as well, which I know got published by Five Hundred Five, but I would still class that as an indie game. Yeah, it's not been um, it's not been super optimized very well for PC. It has apparently. now. Oh, oh well, 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 PC, but the um, PS4 one launched okay. terribly. Or, or PS4 That's a shame. Probably. Um, it's way better now. They patched it within like two days, um, okay. which is like, which is awesome. But yeah, that game is like a, I don't know, 3D Titanfall 2 style take on Hotline Miami where you're just sprinting through levels, cutting dudes in half with your knife, uh, with a knife, with a sword. You haven't got a tiny knife. And um, <laughs> if you get hit at all, you restart the whole thing, but you restart instantly. So it's just like one more shot, one more time. Oh, that sounds like it's just built for speed running. I think then. you would love it. It's Yeah, it's very much built for speed runs um, because it's just, it's it's so infuriating. But if you get it right, it's brilliant. Like um, Twitch reactions have super hot. Yeah. Oh, so, oh God, super hot. Super hot. Absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, for now, now, this has been the first of we haven't got a name for this we'll think of something in the scott and jules on a friday afternoon the s the sjf4 that just sounds wrong <laughs> sounds, <laughs> just like sounds really wrong can we just call it can we just call it the nosh off where you and i just oh, nosh yeah, guns at each other fair. That sounds, sounds more fun. Either way, when people can suggest some stuff in the comments, we had some people um, would suggest maybe doing some artwork for us and things like that. So we'll see That'd how be fantastic. Um, but I'll check back in with you next week, Mr. Jules. For now, this has been whatever the hell this is going to be. And I've been Scott from whatculture.com. Yeah. See you later, guys. It's been an absolute <laughs> pleasure. Hopefully we'll make it through to another episode. <laughs> we'll see yeah, you hopefully. next Friday. Bye. Bye. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.